0: What's up, everybody? I'm Jesse. That's Jay. This is Rooster Grooves. We're talking about Charlotte Day Wilson. What up, Jay?
1: What up, Jesse? What up, the world, the internet, the world all, at large, our listeners all around the world, even our negative reviewers out of uh, Switzerland. And yeah, we love Sweden. you too. We love you too. <laughs> because I'm sure they're still listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll come back around. Yeah. um Yeah. Uh, Rooster Grooves gotta say it again just for new listeners
0: this isn't the place to get your authority on every artist that we talk about sometimes neither of us have uh have a great experience or history with the artist right yeah a lot of times both of us are learning about these intricate details Yep. the week of that we decide to research yeah sometimes jay knows a little bit about one artist and i don't Mm -hmm. sometimes vice versa Mm -hmm. and uh we're just here to have a conversation about it yeah uh and Talk about what we learned over the week and as musicians
1: ourselves, basically taking inspiration, right? From how these artists write music, how they approach their career, um, their mindset, just
0: minding that inspiration, I think. Yeah. Like, and how, kind of how thing. we can take yeah. these tools, uh, and put them in our own lives Yeah, and in music and elsewhere.
1: Yeah. And we've done 115 episodes publicly released there are a couple that didn't quite work out that are in the vault somewhere mm-hmm. that might get released but uh i've learned a lot so far in all of these hundreds of episodes
0: i love these yeah. conversations yeah
1: yeah and uh yeah like you say charlotte day wilson just gotta call out first of all that this is a, a listener or a viewer suggestion oh cool i didn't know that yeah from uh uh our eliza we did a, a episode on eliza Formerly Eliza Doolittle out of the UK. And Peelcat18, sorry, Peelcat8144 is the person or the user. Shout out. that <laughs> said, nice show, guys. We all love Eliza. Emoji with the hearts coming out of the eyes. Uh, how about Charlotte Day Wilson smiley face? This one's for you. So this one's for you. Peelcat8144.
0: Peelcat. Yeah. I feel like they're in the room with us today. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about Charlotte Day Wilson, mm-hmm. Canadian singer songwriter producer. Yeah, yeah. Um, she makes R&B, soulful R&B, electronic pop, yeah. soul, um, any blend of these genres that I've just named. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's a yeah singer songwriter. So she's a primarily she plays piano, mm-hmm. I believe, and keys in general. Right, yeah. mostly. Part um part classically trained and part DIY taught herself. hmm Yeah. And she has a few EPs out. Yeah. A couple albums out. Uh I think one album. Or just one just full one. Length. So far, yeah. 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 So I mean I think the first um her first EP came out in two thousand twelve. Yeah. And she's been working ever since. Yeah. Um, what do you got? Uh
1: yeah, just very chill neo soul, moody sulphoness, sulfurous R and B roots. She's got a great voice, great harmonies she does with herself, um, and just very like thoughtful, mature music. It sounds like mm-hmm. I like just from. I couldn't track down the twenty twelve release. Like it was an EP that came out, which is mm-hmm. her first thing. Couldn't find that anywhere. a little bit scrubbed from pa- the internet, maybe. Palum, palum.
0: Yeah, what was it called? Palimpsest. I can't really say it.
1: Palimpsest. (laughs) Palimpsest?
0: Yeah. Okay. And I did have that pulled up, actually. That's the name of her first EP, Palimpsest. Okay. A manuscript or a piece of writing material on which the original writing has been effaced to make room for later writing. Interesting. This one's a little better. Something reused or altered. Right. But still bearing visible traces of the earlier form.
1: You.
0: Deep yeah like, cool word never heard cool that word, word. So that's the it, yeah. word of the day we'll see if we can fit that in <laughs> to the discussion at some
1: point in a sentence yeah um but 2016 cw cdw her initials i guess was that ep and just right out of the gate from that uh ep she's got her sound well formed her vocals like everything is just like Solid, yeah, I came out like
0: pretty that. strong. And she yeah. will we'll talk about if she was in a band earlier and she'd been right. working on stuff, yeah, yeah. So, um, she had a little bit of practice before she came out as an artist, you mm-hmm. know, herself, yeah. And that song we opened up the show with was called Work, yeah, as you said, I believe. And that's kind of where she came onto the scene, yeah, um, with some critical acclaim and stuff. She had the So Can prize nominated song, mm-hmm. I think that you say, So Can, is that cool? I think so. So Can, it's a Canadian award, is it? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Got some influences. Mm -hmm. Big influences, Drake. Oh. Montreal. Oh, yeah. Rapper. He is Canadian, isn't he? Yeah. I forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. He hangs out down here a lot. Does he? I mean, mean in the USA. He is playing Seattle tomorrow, I think. Actually, that's true. Climate Pledge Arena. There you go. We got a little connection there, right down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, Adrian Lenker. I don't know that. I wasn't yeah. super familiar James Blake You kind of know him Yeah Yeah yeah. Uh, so yeah Just a couple influences Yeah And Motown as well right I think A lot of
1: Motown Stuff I saw Somewhere um, that, that Earlier on In her In her Younger years I think Yeah James Blake uh, Motown oh. Motown stuff
0: yeah. Oh like she was Into Motown stuff Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay yeah. gotcha Yeah yeah um, I don't think James Blake Is Motown that's no, no, he's more like Metallica, right? Is that yeah, he's yeah. super heavy, super. <laughs> thrash metal.
1: You know, no, no, isn't he the guy that he like? Does he do like like kind of everything by himself? Is that the guy? Yeah, I think so. I've seen him like do a live set where he's like loop live looping and singing yeah. and something like that.
0: He's, he's more like singer songwriter, alternative. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think, but I don't. I don't want to speak on it too much. I'm not super familiar. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, yeah, she yeah. really, yeah. she has a really strong, seductive voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it really draws you in. A lot of the music is pretty subdued. Yeah. It's not super fast and upbeat. No. Just really, really chill. Yeah. And um, um, t- 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 what's the word? Looking inward. Introspective. Introspective. Introspective, yeah. Yeah,
1: uh, really yeah. honest and truthful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's play another track. Yeah, the another track. Quote of the day. I have one this week. I'm hyped for that. new was the name of that track from charlotte day wilson her ep stone woman came out in 2018 um that's a six track ep lots of great stuff on that and that was a vibey track
0: yeah yeah Yeah, like how a lot of her tracks are pretty short and sweet too yeah yeah they just kind of draw you in Mm-hmm. And then they leave you alone, not, not <laughs> overbearing. They don't uh, invade your life yes.
1: and say, pay attention
0: to me. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> Listen to my 10-minute <laughs> epic song.
1: Yeah. So we got quote of the day. Quote of the day. Uh, this week, going with the big guy, John Lennon. Mm. Mm-hmm. The man himself. He said, if being an egomaniac means I believe in what I do and in my art or music, then in that respect, you can call me that. I believe in what I do. And I'll say it.
0: I like it. Confidence. He was a, uh, he had an ego on him a little bit. How yeah. could you not? Yeah, he did. Being part of the Beatles.
1: <laughs> it's true. They all did, really. Mm-hmm. I feel like McCartney, I think, still has an ego. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've seen him like. He's
0: Paul uh, McCartney. He's Paul McCartney. Yeah. You know? Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm Paul McCartney. And within that umbrella, though, he's pretty, he seems somewhat humble. You know, yeah. While still like being like, yeah, I'm Paul McCartney. Right. He sounds chill from what I've heard. Yeah. You know, when, when you hang out with him, he's like, he makes, he makes an effort to seem like he's like, Hey, let's just be friends. Yeah. You know, I'm not Paul McCartney. I'm just Paul. Well, let the, hang the, the Damon Albarn story. Sorry. I keep dropping Damon Albarn. He's, he's,
1: he's a big <laughs> influence on both of us uh yeah he said damon said a couple of times he had paul mccartney around his house for like dinner and to jam and then damon said it was funny because his nephew damon's nephew was like in charge of making drinks but he was like you know he's underage he's not supposed to be drinking so he was like sneaking a few drinks as as he was making them for paul and damon and everyone and he got on the bongos and he was just wailing away (laughs) and damon reminded him like a couple of days later was like you know you were jamming with us and paul mccartney and he didn't remember. He was like, he was just like drunk and playing along with Paul McCartney. Just in the moment. Imagine that. I couldn't You don't around. remember the moment. Yeah. Slight little tangent though, but how would you feel about jamming with like someone like that? Would you be able to even play or would you be like uh, freeze up? Like it's Paul McCartney. I don't
0: want to like, is he going to think I'm shit or something? I don't know. I don't know. you've I- got to have the confidence. I think... I like to think I would have the confidence to just yeah. start making some sounds. Yeah. You know, but there would probably be some level of like being starstruck. Right. So it's hard to say yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, I would, how I would react, yeah. you know, musically. Yeah. Um, but I, I like to think that I would be able to, like, let's just, yeah, yeah, let's go. I guess it depends on the person as well. You know, if, the,
1: if he's like, I'm Paul McCartney, are you going to play me a song? You know, I don't think let's see what you got. Yeah. <laughs> See what you got kid <laughs> I don't think you would be like you would probably be like Oh you know Chill I, I guess it's all about the, the room and the vibe Yeah Same with anything
0: right I And we're all, we're all just people We're all equals Even though You know he has yeah. more Sold records than I do You know <laughs> Just a few more More rewards And, and
1: famous Yeah anyway <laughs> But like John Sullen said You gotta have the confidence right Believe in what you do mm-hmm. I like that Yeah and that's yeah. something That any of us can do Yeah for sure and I think Charlotte Day Wilson has a bit of that as well, which we'll talk about. But should we get in that time
0: machine? Yeah. So we're going back. Step on in. Yeah. All aboard. Mm-hmm. The door's shut. And zap. We're back in 1993. Ah. Uh-huh. Charlotte Day Wilson is born. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Where was she born? She was born in Toronto. Yeah. And then real quick, I, th- I said Drake was from Toronto, but I think he's from... No, Drake is from Toronto, but before I said he was from Montreal. Ah, okay. So right. let me just correct that real quick. All right. fact checking. Getting my out-of-country <laughs> cities mixed up. Right. So, yeah, she's born. I don't know, um, you know, just I don't have the exact timeline about yeah. her, her, her daily life as she went through her early years. Right. But I knew she, she was surrounded by some musical people. Mm-hmm. Her dad was a... Um, music teacher mm, okay. Or her aunt wa- Her aunt was a music teacher mm. On both sides Her dad's side And her mom's side But okay. I think her, her dad Was a, a music teacher as well Or something like that Okay yeah, I didn't find any
1: info About her parents I heard her aunt Was a music teacher And she said mm-hmm. She
0: definitely had an influence On her growing up Yeah But her dad was always Playing piano and guitar Right So he did have some some, some influence, obviously, but I don't know exactly what he did as a musician yeah, or if it was just, you know, amateur for fun yeah. type stuff. But she was surrounded by some music stuff, which yeah. um, led to her, you know, influence, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I think her uncle played saxophone. Mm. And so all this was, you know, led to her being, you know, inevitably drenched. Drenched in music. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It sounds like... Um... Her parents were very encouraging mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit pushy in her eyes or something that like it seems like, because as a lot of us, as younger people do, we get piano lessons. I I did that. Yeah. Did you do that? You get piano
0: lessons? No. Mm, some, I did, my dad plays piano. So he, mm. he, we did have a keyboard at one point and he would show me some stuff, but not, but not like a, like yeah. serious lessons. Okay. No. Um, Yeah, it's funny. It's
1: like the first instrument for a lot of people. That's the first thing you get to noodle on or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that happened for Charlotte as well. Um, I believe her teacher was called Jane Ann. She
0: name checked her in an interview. Said that she was a great teacher for her. Yeah, Um, so she was pretty prominent as like a music teacher. She was kind of sought after is what I read. Oh, was she? I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, I mean, um, Charlotte's siblings and or cousins also worked with her. Mm. Okay. For a time, and I read that she eventually, like, fired them because they weren't, you know, they didn't have it. They'd the teacher fired yeah. the students. Yeah. Wow, okay, all right. So she's on that <laughs> level. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they they couldn't, you know, they couldn't cut it or she didn't see the yeah. the future for them mm. with the music. Okay. And so she got rid of them, but Charlotte was the one who she saw, okay, I think maybe this one has something. That's cool. And oh. so she kept her along, and yeah. I guess her parents that was one of the things they kind of pushed on her and they kind of yeah. forced it on her. And they, I guess they said they couldn't, She, Charlotte wasn't allowed to quit until she moved out.
1: Yeah, until she moved out of house. She had to yeah. keep doing the piano lessons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that's sort of like, not to jump too far ahead a little bit, but I think that's also what kind of inspired her to start writing her own things because she said she was getting bored of playing mm-hmm. like the sheet music that, and the classical music that she was... Had to do as part of that, so she started making her own like songs, I think right, you know um there was also she went to high school, i think believe the school was called Humberside, and she name checked a teacher called mr Middle mr Middle, I think Middle as a music teacher there, and she said she got a lot of good lessons about music from him as well, so nice um
0: where do we go from there, yeah, um well, I mean yeah, I guess. It we're in like 2010 to 2012. Mm. I guess that was like the high school years. I don't have all this timeline exactly, but yeah. eventually she, early on in her music career, she joined a funk band called The, the Way Out. Yeah. And I guess she was the singer for that. I, I saw some videos of her performing with them. Mm. Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. How was that? Uh, it was good. Yeah? I mean, it was, yeah, it was just a little bit of a different vibe. Yeah. Keys, guitar, drums, and she was on vocals. Okay. And I think she was... I don't know if she was doing keys or guitar. I can't remember. Okay. Maybe just singing. Cool. But it sounded decent. I didn't look into it too much. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think um, she went to university, right? To study music. Is that right? Yes. And was that
0: Montreal? I think it was Montreal. Yeah. I i think it was Halifax, Nova Scotia. Oh, that's where she studied. Right? Actually. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit... Um, There's a bit of a weird timeline. So I... She, she said, "Halifax is like where she was in the band Waymo, right?
0: I think so. Okay, yeah. I think yeah. This is like yeah. into the college years, right? Yeah, um, and that's kind of where a lot of her the transition happened. Yeah, And her growth happened. Yeah, because she said I think she was studying music
1: at school, right? I think I yeah. yeah. So
0: I think she studied saxophone. Mm. I saw a couple of things. I thought one one thing said women's studies. Mm. Okay, another article said philosophy and literature. Okay, and it was yeah. maybe a." A little bit of everything. Uh, yeah. Because I, but basically she dropped out and before she dropped out,
1: I think she spoke to her mum about, about like how she wasn't enjoying the school and, you know, and wanted to pursue music. And I think her mum encouraged
0: her and she said like, yeah, just quit and come back home. Basically, I think is what happened there. Yeah. yeah. I think um, even her mom said like, Hey, I don't know if you're enjoying this. Are you okay. enjoying this? And uh, she almost, she kind of brought it up. Right. Interesting. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, she was like, maybe this is a waste of money. Right. Yeah. Like, what is it that you want to do? Yeah. And, yeah. and Charlotte responded, like, I think I want to do music. Yeah. Maybe something in the industry, produce, yeah. write, mm-hmm. or be an artist. Yeah. She didn't know exactly, but she wanted to do music. Yeah. And yeah. so she was like, okay, let's do that. Right. And, and I think her mom said, if you're going to do that, you just got to go a thousand percent. Mm-hmm and do everything you can and Charlotte agreed. Yeah. Like All right, I'm going to I'm going to do whatever it takes. Right. Yeah. And so she started to concentrate on it. Yeah. So she's in the band uh the Wayo. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I said. Yeah. Um the university was University of Kings College. Okay. okay. By the way, Halifax, there Nova Scotia. Where we go, shout out whatever nickname they have out there for that yeah. college. <laughs> go Kings. Yeah, Kings. that would be it. I don't. <laughs> And and so it was during that this college period she released the debut EP "Palimpsest." Mm -hmm. I just cannot say that word. Yeah, Um, and a handful of tracks, including Avondale, Stephen, and Montreal. Mm, Okay. Fun facts. So she was starting to uh, focus on songwriting, and she eventually, at that point, when we were talking about, she decided to leave school and Mm. spent six months living in Montreal. Mm. Yeah, where
1: she said she didn't really engage with the city is what she said about that she and she said apparently rent is really cheap in montreal so she didn't have to work that much right basically she said she spent a lot of her time at home writing music Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah, so she
0: said yeah i remember her saying that she didn't work too much um over this this college time period though she she had done serving Mm -hmm. hostessing Mm -hmm. and i think she was a janitor for a butcher shop Ooh, At one point That sounds
1: like a fun job
0: Yeah Yeah she said it was It was really gross Washing the blood off the floor And all that yeah. kind of stuff Yeah She'd say She had to take off her clothes Before she went back into her house Yeah Damn Because they're so It was so you know Rank
1: Yeah I mean I worked For one month In a Safeway In the dairy department And I had to go into the Refrigerator in the back All the time But my hands smelt Of like dairy products mm-hmm. All the time Milk That's nothing
0: compared To a butcher shop Yeah <laughs> Anyway So yeah Around this time She returned to Toronto Mm -hmm. And she found out about this grant Mm. That would offer her an internship At any record label Oh wow And I guess she had really liked um, This label called Arts and Crafts Mm. And um, Which I haven't heard of
1: But they mm -hmm. uh, Was it uh, broken social scene I kind of I don't really know their music But they're a pretty big band Right and oh, Yeah I've heard the name I think they f- Formed the label Or like or It was like Kind of Their main
0: thing And I think Bad Bad Not Good Are on that label As well Okay yeah. So that explains that connection That we'll yeah. talk about later Yeah um, And so she Yeah she got the grant yeah. And she started to work with them I think she worked with them For four or six months Yeah In the mail room I think
1: I think she said she was fulfilling orders from online merch sales from arts and crafts. Which nice. is crazy. Yeah. Um, and then there she met um, who, the guy who became a manager, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. What's his name? M- M- Miller. Aaron Miller. There we go. Yeah. He was ha- hanging around at the at the label, I think, and they sort of crossed paths and talked a little bit. but um, But Charlotte, like, but oh, I think before this with Waymo, she'd like said she'd done like a 100 gigs in one year with that band or something like that. Okay, that's And she's impressive. talked about that as being like getting her legs, sea legs or whatever, with performing live and... Cutting her teeth. Cutting your teeth. And she said about like how those shows were great because a lot of people wanted to be there. Apparently, I guess they had a bit of a following in this band and, you know, people were coming there and enjoying the music and the scene was vibing. hmm um, but then she started doing her own open mic nights, right? Performing solo, and mm-hmm. even though she'd met Aaron at the label, he sounds like he accidentally saw her at an open mic night, or they say stumble upon. I don't, that seems a bit weird. Like maybe he knew she was playing and just was going to
0: check her out. I don't know what the story is there, but <laughs> but yeah, just some yeah some water cooler talk. Water cooler, so people are knowing each other, network forming. Yeah. Uh,
1: he basically said to her you know once this internship's over don't get another job focus on your music mm-hmm. like i think he saw heard the talent and um it's funny he's gone on to say because um uh he was asked you know cuz she's not on a label actually like she's all diy independent and uh and uh he basically said that you know she would have made it anyway with with or without him it's like he said he basically says he didn't discover her Mm -hmm. he was like he just kind of was in the right place at the right time and happens to be part of her journey but he was like if he wasn't a part of it she would be doing this anyway kind of thing right which is interesting
0: and i can't remember specifically but it might have been the same guy who she had Mm -hmm. a conversation with Mm -hmm. and he was like what are your goals what are your aspirations what do you want to do
1: yeah, I think it was him, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm. so she was like, she she listed what she wanted to do. Like, I want to be an artist, I want to produce, I want to write. And she, the guy was like, what was his name? Uh, Aaron Miller. Aaron Miller. Mm. So Aaron was like, okay, so that's cool. If you want to do those things, you're going to have to sign to a label. Mm. And you're going to have to follow these rules mm. and, you know, kind of do it by the book, the old-fashioned way. And she was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so, no, she didn't, like you said. And she did eventually start her own label called Stone Woman. Yeah. And I think that's what she's on now. Yeah. So she is, you know, DIY in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. She said about that.
1: um, I think it was Aaron that encouraged her to be independent DIY, which is really interesting. I'm not sure why he said that but she basically has gone on to say that that was like a really important advice early in her career Mm -hmm. because now it means that she owns all of her music Mm -hmm. and that she's earning passive income from this music which is crazy because yeah that track we opened up with tonight work was a massive track for her and one of the big first big things that happened is it got used in an iphone commercial right and she said she earned enough money from that one commercial to focus on music and yeah worry about things
0: yeah so she I mean, realized like well I mean, so all these artists yeah they get on a commercial or a yeah synced on a television show and they get this much money yeah and she realized how much money is in the music industry yeah and so you know furthering her and she didn't have to
1: slice and dice it you know like she didn't have a record label or publisher and mm-hmm. this that and the other to split that fee with she right. got 100% of it which is crazy and she said you know. She's like, yeah, there's no need to be on a label at this point. She's just earning a living from owning her own music, which is great, you know. Um, And I think not necessarily something that she realized she could have done. Like, I think her team around her has sort of encouraged that, Mm -hmm. you know, which is cool. So
0: Yeah, totally. yeah. Yeah. So we're in like 2017. That's when work comes out. Right. I believe on an EP. I can't remember which one it was called. Uh, it was on CDW. So this is like... Okay, that... That was 2016, yeah. And, yeah, so it was long-listed for 2017 Polaris Music Prize. Mm. So that's pretty prominent. Some good acclaim. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this when she collaborated with Bad Bad? No. It was a little... Well, uh, I don't have my
1: facts straight here, because I know that, um... The drummer from Bad Bad Not Good used to go to school with Charlotte Day Wilson, so oh, okay, so there was a connection. They had that connection from early on, um, and she, Charlotte, has featured on Bad 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 Not Good <laughs> album. Is it four or five or something like that? I can't remember which album. Um, uh, I think we might have played it. We did an episode on Bad Bad Not Good. Good stuff, everyone. Uh, so she was doing like. Features. So I'd, I, I say I don't have the facts in front of me because I am only looking at her discography, but she's like featured on like a bunch
0: of other artists mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm not sure where that falls in the timeline kind of thing. But, right. Um, yeah. She, yeah, she appeared on a guy named Daniel Caesars. Right. I mean, his name's Daniel yeah. Caesar. He had a yeah. 2017 single called Transform, which she was on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. This, the CDW EP featured production with Howie Beck and River Timber. Okay. Yeah. Tiber, River Tiber. Tiber, yeah. I don't know these
1: people. Do you know these people? No,
0: I don't know these people. I'm just <laughs> okay. trying to, you know, paint a picture. Give credit where credit's due. If, yeah, yeah. If, if somebody's listening and they know who they are. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, so let's just move on. 2018, Stone Woman come out. Yeah. That's the, the next EP, third EP. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know what. She released a track called Doubt. Mm-hmm. And I think that was done at her parents' basement Yeah Yeah, so she has uh, Sounds like she's
1: kitted out of her parents' basement quite mm-hmm. a bit um, Yeah, it's
0: like one of her main spots And I think, yeah, the
1: drummer from Bad Bad Not Good Worked on this EP with her uh, I think it was this EP And Charlotte said he, she, he helped her a lot To just get the recording done mm-hmm. Kind of thing um, And yeah, in the parents' basement Where it's in Toronto
0: yeah. Somewhere Yeah And uh, Just throwing it out there I guess You know During this whole Kind of college Time period To when she's coming out With this music She was learning how to produce mm. And teaching herself On GarageBand Oh right Yeah GarageBand Yeah, yeah. Another fun fact fact So fun So fun <laughs> um, So then Moving on 2021 Is when her first album Comes out mm-hmm. The debut Alpha yeah, she Alpha. said um, she'd
1: been very pleased with what she's done so far up to this point. You know, lots of EPs, singles. Uh, she just felt it was the right time to do an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we've heard this before from other artists as well about, it's about telling the story. And she, and she said the same thing that I've heard before from other artists where, you know, a single is great, but you, but you only get that few minutes to tell the story. EP's great. But you only get that certain amount of time So the album is like the big piece of work Where you get to say and express Like a lot more things kind of thing Sure
0: um, I read that it was uh, inspired by a breakup
1: Right, yeah I think that's happened a couple of times I feel like mm-hmm. on, on
0: her recordings She's talked about that Yeah, Yeah. classic Yeah, classic uh, So let's talk about Alpha we, I think we have yeah. a track to play And then yeah, um, let's talk about Alpha All
1: right I'll take care of you
2: if if you want me to. I'm always ready for you. I'll take care.
1: Take care of you, featuring Sid from the internet, uh, off of Charlotte Day Wilson's debut album Alpha. Twenty twenty one that came out, so she's going to be it's time, time for a new album, Charlotte. We're about to <laughs> do. We're about to. We're waiting. Did, we're, well, yeah, she did release a single I think this year. So yeah, I think some, that's, some that's what stuff. we're going to
0: close the the podcast out with. Right, cool. good track. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this on this album. She teamed up with Daniel Caesar, mm-hmm. like we said on that other track before. Yep. Bad bed, Not Good is on this. Yep. Mustafa, mm. Myrna Bishoudi. Mm. hope I'm saying these names correctly. Okay. Bishoudi is a good word, good yeah. name. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess she did this one at a, a lot of the work got done at a, her family cottage. Yeah. Did you read about that? It's I been like yeah. in her family for 60 years. Mm-hmm. So it's a really like family connected family oriented historic thing for the, you know, her and her family. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a kind of a really special place and it's somewhat isolated is what I read. Mm-hmm. So she, it, and it was a really good spot to be creative for her. Yeah. Um, as opposed to working in the city where, you know, she was talking about how, you know, it's hard to make a lot of crazy noises when you have in the back of your mind, like I know people can hear me Yeah. and that can, you know, make people a little self-conscious and stuff so this was this cottage was a really cool spot yeah where she could you know just be really free and felt really creative Mm -hmm.
1: yeah uh a lot of childhood memories there she said as well which Mm -hmm. is cool um um, no cell phone service as well so she Mm -hmm. couldn't she was disconnected from everything social media and all that um i think she took just like a stripped down set up there just the essentials i think to make music with but yeah like you're saying she could just Scream and make noise and be free without thinking that people are listening to you. And, yeah. You know, which is great. Like yeah, that, and that's out.
0: priceless. That's priceless. When you're just trying to, you know, flow. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. not think about yeah. all these many distractions that we have. Yeah, yeah. The people around us, the, the phone in our pocket. Right. The, you know, The the alerts. Yeah, the dings, the uh, pings. I switched all that off, by the way.
1: I only get essential alerts on my phone now. I know I, it I, always I,
0: says Jay's phone is silenced. Does it? Mm-hmm.
1: Really? Does yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's like don't talk. But I'm to I'm like, me. I'm gonna text him anyway. Exactly. It gives you an option. It says,
0: let him know anyway. Okay. Yeah. And I don't, I don't hit it. I just like, I'm sure you'll get it. Yeah, yeah. And you always respond, even if it's you know pretty late. Well, my bed goes to, my bed goes to sleep. Yeah, my
1: <laughs> phone goes to sleep. At midnight every night, fun fact. There you go. Um, but uh, I think she did this album in a few different places. The bulk of her writing work was done at this cottage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like some finishing and polishing happens in like her the basement of her parents' house mm-hmm. where she says she's basically has most of her gear there. It sounds like she basically made that at her home studio, yeah. even that's not where she lives, right. Um, she said, basically because her parents are out at work all day, so mm-hmm. it 's quiet, whereas where she lives, she has roommates and people always coming and going, so she 's very much like needs that distraction free environment right to like get stuff done and you know which makes sense obviously' valuable um she also said about lyrics that up until this point, she used to edit a lot of her lyrics, like really kind of do a lot of writing and editing of it. Mm-hmm. And she said on this album, she tried basically kind of singing gibberish over the music, like to get the phonetics out. Um, and and from that, she would figure out what the best sounding words are to mm-hmm. use. And she said that it was like a new process that really helped her solidify and mold like the lyrics to the words, to the music. But she said it also Didn't work Where some of the Even though she put lyrics To some songs It still sounded
0: like gibberish To her Yeah right (laughs) But Yeah on uh, that same uh, um, Train She was exercising That what you just said Like just trying to let it flow out And then leave it alone mm. Um, But one thing I saw A quote um, That I thought was really interesting Like the song Changes mm -hmm. She said that That's one track that She had like rewritten 15 times Mm. And she did like 15 different versions of it. Yeah. And another one was also I Can Only Whisper. And she said she did, you know, just quote 15 versions of it. Mm-hmm. And right. so I just think that's interesting uh, to see artists do that when they're really, that's not exactly the vibe I want. Yeah. I think it could be better. I'm going to try this thing. I'm mm-hmm. going to try that thing. Yeah. And I, I think it's really cool to put that much effort into it and, and you know, really go for what you're striving for. hmm and then I think with the lyrics, she was, you know, putting those lyrics on top, just trying to get that general vibe out and see what kind of her subconscious wanted to say yeah. and what sounded good yeah. and then leaving that. But, you know, in conjunction with, you know, giving, giving some of these songs a little bit extra production, yeah. cre- um, like exploration right? to see where they would, where they, where they could go. Yeah. I think... Um didn't, like, the
1: pandemic happen, like, after she'd written and recorded most of this as well? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think she said something about that like, gave her the opportunity to do a lot of more of what you're saying kind of thing. Like, reopen the tracks and explore them. Because she said then she didn't really have a, the looming deadline or anything happening. Yeah. Everything was kind of in pause. So, yeah. A yeah. bit of freedom there
0: kind of thing. Um, so I thought that was cool. Uh, one... You know, big track off that record, Alpha was "Take Care of You," Yeah. and that one had Sid on it. This one we just played, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> and that it was nominated for the Juno Award, right, for traditional R and B soul recording of the year. Mm. And I think that, that one was uh, she was mentioning it was a pretty cool track because I think it was the first one where she was like um, fully embracing being like a queer person mm-hmm. and just kind of like a kind of a moment for her to actually be like, okay, like I'm going to just be a comfortable with myself and putting myself into this song. Yeah. And, um, just for a little painting the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Of what she's going through, what she's writing about. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. She's also said about that. I think like,
1: because, um, of, like being queer in like certain situations she's been in, she's had to put on a bit of a shield kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she said some people makes that feel that she seems a bit judgy in person or something like that. <laughs> like hard to please or something like that. But it's just because she's like I think she's she described this herself as like just being very protective kind of of herself. Like, you know, yeah just kind of
0: thing. inoculating yeah. herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, protecting herself. Yeah. Um uh, what else about this album though?
1: Um, there is, oh, I think there was like four music videos that she did for this, teamed up with a filmmaker called Kevin Funk, I think. Great last name, mm-hmm. Funk. I hadn't seen any of these videos, but apparently she was very involved in this process where she talked a lot with Kevin about like the themes of the album what she was talking about so they could express that visually. And she said they ended up filming like hours and hours and hours of footage and they got this editor and she was going back and forth with the editor. And She said she probably pissed this editor off because she was like so like particular about what she wanted. But apparently throughout that process she realized because she was so particular she was like why don't I just like learn how to edit my own videos, like download the yeah. software.
0: I was going to say, so she, she did end up doing a lot of the edits, right? I think
1: I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, because what happened, and this is a really interesting creative technique, is as she learned how to edit and she was editing the visuals to the music, she re- realized there's some edits she could make to the music mm. to fit the visuals better. And so she said she got into this process. This is during the pandemic when she was, you know, Free time, free time. Deep diving into this stuff, where she would like edit a bit of the visuals, go back to the music, make some changes, re-export the audio, go back to the video and edit that. And it was like this back and forth process. That's cool. This is crazy. I never. And she said, obviously, people do this for film all the time, you know, mm-hmm. comp- scoring and that. But she used this technique, I think, to finish a lot of these songs on this album and yeah. make them fit with the videos that, which is. Crazy. That's a cool yeah. technique. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's
0: admirable because that's a yeah. lot of work. That is a lot of work, yeah. You know, and yeah. you know, just the whole aspect of coming up with creative stuff and then the whole like saving it and, um, you know, like, yeah. whatever you call it, like bouncing it, downloading it, saving it, putting it into the other Round program. tripping. I think they call it round tripping is the...
1: the is te- that what they call it? I think it's the technical term, yeah, where you, you know, import, export, or yeah, port, oh, export. I hate round uh, Round tripping.
0: I hate that. <laughs>
1: you do. I'm bad with the with the organization technology organizational yeah. yeah. different file types. It can become folders a bit insane. Yeah, if you don't like label things and like I've done I've realized I've done this where I finished a track and then I decided to change the name of it when I released it. <laughs> and and then now I've forgotten what the original files called because no. I've changed the name of the when the released version versus the all the internal files. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to go organization that's another thing you need to keep on top of in this day and age yeah documentation be easier with a piece of tape because you could just you know cross out the name and write the new one on the box
0: i know it's not a bad idea to have you know like a a giant whiteboard yeah to have a more physical yeah uh, you know way to to see where the changes happened like oh i changed the name okay right now i see i know what it used to be yeah I don't know. It's yeah. computers are so fantastic. Yeah. and useful mm-hmm. and powerful. Yeah. And and this day and age they're like an extension of our brain. Mm-hmm. Although stuff could still, you know, get lost in there. Just like memories get lost in like oh, I, yeah. if I jogged your memory about something 4 years ago, you might not be able to tell me that story mm-hmm. like right now. Yeah. Just from your memory. But if I jogged your memory, you'd be able to be like, oh, I remember that day. Right. I remember what happened. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we save stuff in our computers, too. Yeah. And sometimes it gets, you know, lost. Forever. I've had old computers that had
1: music on and, you know, back in the day where I wasn't exporting things. But when even when I have exported things to hard drives, those hard drives don't work anymore either. <laughs> so.
0: Backup, backup, backup. up,
1: back up. Um, something I don't know Release it Put it on a vinyl <laughs> Then you have it forever I don't
0: yeah. know No I mean yeah If it's something like SoundCloud And you don't exactly, even have yeah. to make it public Exactly yeah Yeah um,
1: I wanted to uh, Talk about that track Work again I know we already Talked about that And went past it But I forgot to say A couple of things hmm. Creatively That I thought were really cool Apparently The genesis of writing that song it, Musically um, she had like writer's block and she didn't know what to do. And she had this like out of tune Casio keyboard and she had her girlfriend. He, she asked her girlfriend, just play three notes on the keyboard, any three notes and just play it. And then she did it. And that and was the inspiration for the song. She's like, okay, well, let's start nice. the song with these three chords. So she wrote all of this and uh, realized after she finished it, that the whole song was like a, like out of tune, but it was in tune with itself, but it was out of tune with like any, it was like a quarter step or some, something like that, mm-hmm. you know? And she was like, oh, that's weird. So she had the intention of re-recording the whole thing and she played it the track to her manager and her team and they were like, this is great. No, you got to put that out, that version. Right. <laughs> so that track work, if you try and learn it, Uh, realize that it's like out of tune slightly. So you'd have to do that. Um, Lyrically though, in that song, I thought it was interesting. She was asked um, about that. And she said, basically it was a song about her ambition and dedication to making it in the music business. Mm -hmm. So she like from the start said that she definitely wants to be in the music industry. She doesn't know how but she wanted to find her place but she definitely wanted to do it kind of thing and she realized that if she just put the work in the dreams can come true mm-hmm. so that was like she did it and she did it yeah and as she manifested it she put it in a song and that song became like her breakthrough hit which yeah. is crazy you know um so I, yeah anyway i just wanted to go back to that and make sure i got that in this episode because i thought those are some crazy little bits of facts
0: we're, there, yeah. we're getting the time machine two times it's two times yeah now we're back to the future. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty much all I got on Charlotte. That puts us up to date. Yeah. Um, we're gonna. She released something this year, which we're going to play out with. Yeah. And it's a really cool track. And I'm sure she has a bunch of more stuff up her sleeve and a new release yeah. imminent. I heard that she um, wants to be more freer and
1: looser with her music now. She doesn't want to sit on things for too long. Mm-hmm. She feels like she's put out a lot of great music now that people know who she is mm-hmm. um that she said that she feels like she can be more experimental going forward and and just release more music without being too crazy about how it's packaged or put out or whatever kind of thing yeah which is great we can look forward to that and one last thing I, i'll say about her which i found was really interesting is she talks about the importance of a team and Basically, she has a publicist, a booking agent, and a manager. Mm-hmm. And she said they're like family, they're like very close people together kind of thing. But it's really interesting to me that that's all you need. Like, You can be have your own label, put out your own music, but as long as you get the right PR and publicity, and you have someone that can book your shows, and then you have some manager that manages it all, you can make it in the music industry. Like. I don't know how anyone, most people, could do that because I feel like you'd have to pay someone, like a publicist. It can't really just be your friend. It needs to be someone that has connections with like magazines and whatever. And yeah, someone part media of the network companies. Yeah,
0: who has a you know a cunning drive. Yeah. to get stuff done just as much yeah. as you do. Hopefully. Yeah. So I think it's, not, it's something we haven't touched on a lot, but I've, and other
1: artists definitely have this team. But it makes me realize. You know, if we're going to put out music, if you want to be serious about it, like think about the team, you know, who can be, who can be getting the word out? Like that's their job. Get, get the word out in the media, yeah. get you interviews, get you, you know, and then who can find the shows for you, you know? Yeah. You know, and just rinse and repeat that, like, you know, create a system, create a system. process. Yeah. Cause you can't do it all yourself. I mean, you can, but you might burn out. Yeah. <laughs> and not focus on creating good music, which is like the start of it all is good music, right? You know? Amen. Interesting. I just, I didn't really, it's funny when I research people on this podcast, I feel like I don't have enough information when we come into recording. And then as we talk, all these loose bits of things slowly come into focus. I'm like, (laughs) ah, there we go. Epiphanies and revelations.
0: It's there. (laughs) endless stuff to talk about yeah but charlotte day wilson good stuff yeah i'm a fan yeah yeah. looking forward to more stuff yeah and uh i mean let us know what you think you got anything else oh i'm done yeah same
1: ditto great music start anywhere yeah start anywhere start anywhere yeah Yeah. with no discography it's all great yeah
0: right on if you guys want to Hang out with us. Hit us up. We're on Instagram at roots to grooves We're on Twitter or X at roots to grooves YouTube at roots to grooves TikTok at Signal Radio. And uh, hit us up directly. Jay's got the, the Gmail.
1: roots to grooves at SignalRadio.com. Radio.com. Oh, it's not Gmail. It is. Oh, it is. But it's SignalRadio.com. <laughs>